Hi, everybody. Welcome to a holiday quickie quick shot of romance. I am Leah and I am joined by Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Leah. And on this episode of the Holiday Quickies, we are we are reviewing Make Me Mary by Marie Johnston. Um, we'll link the synopsis of the book uh, in our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. So you can head over there to get all the information. So this book was actually, it was released in October. Is that right? Yes, it was. So October 12th, 2023, the tropes are childhood crush, boss's daughter, age gap, small town, forced Forced proximity, weather, if you need to know which kind it is. He is a bearded hero. Um, it is told in dual first person point of view, and it puts out the pop is 51%, but there is a lot of lead up. So, like that 51% does not feel like 51%. And yes. I wouldn't say there's really a third act breakup. There kind of is, kind of third act pause. Yeah. For I mean, a minute. Yeah, it's like a hot minute. It's one of those like it, they have it, but they don't really have it type of things. Um, so this one, it was 139 pages. And yes, siree, it is spicy. Yes, it is. Um, so it is part of the Oil Baron's world, which is a spinoff of the Oil King's world. So if you haven't read these series, you can just dive into the story. So if you need, you haven't read Marie Johnston before and you want something short to see, like if you like her writing style, this is the perfect book to dive into because it is one of those things where it's, you meet other characters, but you are not going to be lost if you haven't read them. I agree completely. And the ultimate question of the holiday quickie quick shots, does this pass the diehard Christmas test? No, I don't think so. I agree. So I think it could have happened, you know, they're in, they're in North Dakota, right? So, I mean, they could have been snowed in yeah. in several instances and the Christmas part doesn't really play an aspect other than that's when her mother typically goes on vacation. So she's not home. So, mm -hmm. but other than that, it could have been any time. Well, and it's one of those things like her mom will do these like random like boyfriend trips like any other time yeah. too. And so like, yes, she's coming home for Christmas, but at the same time, it could have been any holiday or any like special occasion like that she was traveling. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, it does not pass the diehard test. But this is the story of Colt Jensen and Nora Barron. So Colt yes. has worked for Nora's mother. Um, for many, many years now, he's usually a man of one night stands and has a reputation around town about that. Yes. And he's kind of keeps to himself. So not a lot of people know much about him other than his name and that he works for Nora's mom. And, you know, I think he's, he's probably closest to Nora's brother Holden, mm -hmm. but even Holden doesn't really know a lot about him. Yeah, he's really tight-lipped about his past. Like he's very he's very ashamed of his past and like what got him to this point in his life. Um and so like that's the thing like he and Holden like Holden's one of his best friends, but Holden does not know a lot of like what got him to like North Dakota and why he is the way he is cuz they actually in the very first chapter like Nora makes a comment about Colt and he's Holden's like yeah he's off to wherever he goes at this time of the year like nobody even knows like where he's at what he's doing or anything like that so he is he's very closed off like he keeps 
a lot of things close to the vest. And as like his story unfolds, you can understand why he does. And because of thing like decisions that he made, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're 44. Get over yourself. Yeah. It's time to move on. Yeah. And I, I had a hard time with why he came back early. So he comes back early to the house and he, let me, let me just tell you this a little bit. So Nora goes to her mom's house and she walks in the house and there's a naked ass like in front of the refrigerator. Now Nora's not disappointed in this naked ass because Colt is standing in the kitchen, butt naked because yep. he put his clothes in the washer and nobody was home. All of his so clothes. All of the clothes and nobody was home. <laughs> and so he just decided to stay naked. Because who doesn't do that? I mean, yeah, I can't right. say that I walk around my house without any clothes on. But hey, some people might. And if that's your thing, have at it, friends. It's not my yeah. cup of tea. No, but you know, it created a, created a nice situation for Nora to get a peek, though. Oh, she could, and a peek she does. Yeah. Yep. It's not really a peek. <laughs> I mean, if you know what I mean. Yeah. She's not disappointed in the view. I'll just <laughs> say that. But yeah, so, but Colt, like he says he came home early and as his story come like plays out and he explains like why he came early, like I kind of wanted to kick him because I'm like, you are, you're not making it any better for yourself. Yeah, he was in his own way a lot. He He really was. And like, you could understand it, but at the same time, it's like, it's never going to get better if you don't have conversations and like are open and, and it just, it was, his character was a little frustrating to me in that sense. Not that I didn't enjoy his character, but he was a little frustrating. No, I can see that. But so Nora, Nora was raised in this small town of Coalhaven, but she actually owns a coffee shop in Bismarck, which is very gut friendly. So Nora does a lot of like substitute gluten-free, like substitute sugar type of things because she has a lot of like stomach and health issues. And one thing I really loved about Nora is the fact that like she went out and she did something for herself to take care of herself and her family doesn't understand her. And I, it made me a little bit sad for her. Yeah. And I, I felt that way in the other books too, because you, you know, in the previous books for the series, you get a little bit of those glimpses. And that was, that was why I really wanted her story because, you know, you see that she's different from her family. She definitely has a contentious relationship with his, with her mother. Oh yeah. And then this book explains it like a lot more. I mean, you know, she was having problems and food intolerances and no one wanted to hear it. So she just kind of went out and fixed it herself. Mm-hmm. Well, and like Holden and her have a pretty good relationship. And it's one of those things where it's like, you can understand like why he acted the way he did because he's her older brother. And it's one of those things where it's like, I think that he thought she was doing these things to get attention. But as they've gotten older, he's recognized like it truly was like, I need to do this for my health. Like I am not okay physically. And so like, he he doesn't love the things that she makes but he's at least willing to be open to them now like he doesn't make fun of the fact that like she has to make these things or provides these things and he'll eat them now like he doesn't love them but it's they he has definitely grown since they've gotten older 
And I think that that's a really important part of the story because it shows, and if you've read these books, you see that the siblings, while they may not always get along and they might fight because they're siblings, they're, they band together because the parents are so terrible for the most part. The, yeah, the parents in the series are are terrible, but they also, you know, throughout these books, they get redemption as well. And I just, I think that this series, like generally, generationally just shows a lot of growth on every end. It really does. And it, but it also goes to show that like, just like, just because somebody is set in their ways, like a conversation, honest truth conversation does make a difference because I do not like Nora's mom. Like she is selfish. She is very like this is the way it's gonna be like she is I just I don't care for her at all but by the end of the book like she's at least open to listening she might still be very judgmental and unkind but she at least is listening yeah I you know I I appreciated that at the end because I think every time with, with a set of parents or aunts and uncles, like I wondered, I was like, how is she going to, you know, reconcile this, you mm-hmm. know, and she doesn't reconcile it completely, mm-hmm. but just enough that you feel like going forward that that relationship is going to be better. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that because that's the thing, like, it's not going to be an instantaneous fix. Like when there are issues, like, it's not like a, you snap and it's better. Like there's going to be backslides. There's going to be things that happen. And it's one of those things where like, it's so real in the way that she treats the changes in the adaptations and the relationships and the friendships and all of those things. Like there's just such a realness to the way that she writes her characters. It really is. I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. So Colt and Nora, like they've kind of danced around each other. So Colt, Nora always had a crush on Colt, like from, from the time, like she was young and she said like things like her feelings changed as she got older, but he changed a lot too. And probably it had, I think it, she said it had been like five years, but in their relationship had completely changed and he basically avoided her. And then you find out he started seeing her in a very different perspective and like being the boss's daughter and being who he perceives himself to be like he created that distance and avoidance yeah i mean i think it was you know he's he says that you know he came to start seeing her more as a woman instead of you know a child and he's like you know i never i never looked at you like you know, any, any kind of way, maybe, yeah, like you said, until like five years ago, which would have put her about 25 mm-hmm. because she's 30 in the book. Yeah. So there's a 14 year age gap. So, mm-hmm. but it's one of those age gaps where like, she's almost the more mature of the, of the two, because she's very, like, she's very business savvy. Like I said, she owns her own coffee shop. Like there is talk she has had thoughts about expanding into a second location, but she she's terrified to do it. And I feel like that's a really important part of the story because it's like, she's very business savvy, but at the same time, like she is petrified to to expand and get to be too much for her. And I appreciate that she looks at, she's looking at all of those 
what could go wrong aspects, but I wanted her to be more confident in her, like in her abilities. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the fact that she was, you know, that she's at this point in her life. And like you said, I think she is really the more mature one in the relationship. You know, she has her own thing going on. She kind of knows who she is and mm-hmm. Colt is still very much stuck in his past. Yeah. And, you know, kind of just really, you know, at this point in his life, doesn't really have a pot to piss in kind of thing. Like he lives on the ranch and mm-hmm. you know, we find out why, um, we're not going to tell you because that's, we're not going to tell you because it's a big, big spoiler, but mm-hmm. I mean, there are reasons, but yeah, she's, she's definitely got more going on for her than he does at this well, point. And, I, and the thing is like, she, she knows she is more than what her mother made her out to be like, cause like I said, her mom is not nice. She does not treat her kindly. She puts her down. Like she does not instill any confidence in this kid. And so she understands, like, I am more than what she sees me as. And like Holden is very supportive and like, he is the one who's like, you should open another branch, open a branch in Colhaven. Like you can like do both. Cause Bismarck's only like a half hour away or something like that. It's not super far. It's far enough that like, she has that distance from her mom, but it's not so far that like, she can't see her brother and the nieces and nephews. Um, And I, and I think that's a big part of it is she... I lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I just really enjoyed her. But I did too. But Colt, like Nora shows Colt that he is more than what he thinks he is. Like he is capable and he needs to get out of his own way. And he needs to nurture the relationships that he has been avoiding because it's going to make things worse. Like there is stuff in his past like the the people in his past have not stopped moving forward. And so she basically is like, if you don't nurture the relationship there, you're going to screw yourself out of a lot more happy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I think he, he gets there. It, ta- it takes him, you know, it takes him a little while, but he gets there and the guy enjoyed him getting there, you know, especially when he, when he decides to go all in, all in with her. And he's like, he basically tells her mom, but who is his boss? And that creates like another kind of dynamic for them. And he's basically like, well, this is what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. if you fire me, you fire me kind of thing. But yeah. And that's why I want to sit like, that's why like their dark moment is, or their third act breakup isn't really a third act breakup. It's kind of like a pause because like she, Nora kind of like, takes a step back because she doesn't want him to implode basically but he like when he decides that he is all in like he is ready for this like he is ready to implode everything like he does not care like he is willing to like fix the relationship that he has um not done anything with basically like from what we don't know and I know that's really vague but sorry but he like he is ready to like basically blow his life up to be with Nora like long term and I love that oh and I think I lost Amanda again um so I'm just gonna finish this up I lost Amanda I don't know if it's her internet or my internet but we are having issues. So if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, go ahead and send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And thank you everybody for joining us in this quickie holiday quick shot. And until next time, happy reading everybody. 
Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 